All right, guys, welcome to the Media Hijack Podcast. I'm your host, Billy Walters, and joining me is Chris Unholy Jesus. What's up, universe? We're back. What's going on, guys? And welcome back to another episode of the Media Hijack, episode number 58. It's a uh, big number. It is a big boy number. If you guys want official t-shirts, head over to themediahijack.com, grab you an official t-shirt. Chris has it on. He has like five pairs, so if he has five, you guys can buy one. Oh, if you know me, hit me up. I got you. Actually, like, the website was down for a few days because mm-hmm. the, the, dom- the domain expired, and I couldn't figure out how to renew that shit. Yeah. So it was down for like four days, Ugh. but it's back up today. Roger Dodger. I had to call up Google and say, hey, where's my website at, man? Renew it right now. Fix this shit. Yeah, because Google, they signed me into so many different accounts. I don't know which one is which, and then I couldn't find my account. Yeah, man. Our lives are, like, wrapped up in Google, man. Yeah. I got so many damn shit. I got so much shit to them, too. Yeah, but uh, the website is back up, so if you guys are trying to buy something, you can go back now. Uh, Excuse me. Mom and dad, buy a shirt. Mom and dad. My mom doesn't know I have a sh- this show. Hmm? My mom doesn't know I have a podcast. Really? They don't even know what a podcast is. What? But they know YouTube. My parents know about us. They be like, yo, you boys are doing good. <laughs> like, thanks, mom, dad. I never heard my mom said, hey, you're doing a good job. I got you, man. You're doing a good job. Thanks, man. You're doing a good job. I'm here. I'm your, <laughs> I'm your mom. <laughs> uh, damn, so sad. All right. Uh, uh, Reddit, if you guys want to catch us on Reddit, hit our Reddit up and post stuff. I have all the links down there. Also, if you guys want to watch the replay for the show, hit up our YouTube to watch this episode live, but not live. And also, don't forget to rate and subscribe to iTunes people, Apple guys and, and girls. Give us, uh, give us a rating, subscribe, and leave a little comment. Yeah, show us some love. We got some new comments on there. Some nice people. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Check Check anybody, anybody we know? Maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anonymous? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I'm yeah. Excited. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. So it's it's cool. Our audience is building more ratings. Keep doing it. Push them numbers up. <laughs> get them numbers up, please. Yeah, let's get to at least like 100. Yeah. Ratings. Yes. 100 ratings. That should be. Because I know more threshold. than 100 person listen to this. Yeah, for, I'm for sure. Is that how you say it? 100 person or 100 people? 100 people. Bro. 100 people. <laughs> You've been on a roll tonight, man. <laughs> nah, my grammar. <laughs> it's, it's everywhere. My grammar is mm, <laughs> a little embarrassing. All right, so today's uh, episode, we're going to be talking about Dr. Ning Li. She's a Chinese-American scientist. Yes. Known for her controversial claims about anti-gravity devices. Uh, she worked as a physicist at the Center of Space Plasma and Aeronautic Research. Was good, Bob. We were, we were hoping Bob would come in here because Bob. she's a scientist, too, that we know. Yes. So uh, she can help us do this scientist case. Dr. Bobby. Well, she did uh, research at the University of Alabama in Huntsville in the 1990s. And in 1999, she left the university to form a company called AC Gravity to continue her anti-gravity Research. The end. There's not a the lot of end. shit. Out of all the people I've ever tried to look up for this show, she's easily one of the most difficult. There's not a lot of information about her. Yeah. I was even trying to find shit about uh, 
Okay, who where's her family at? Who's she oh, from? Kid. Oh, oh yeah, okay. She's Chinese, by the way. Yeah, yeah, American Chinese, a Chinese American. Sorry. Um, oh, then you got some more. Oh, I thought she's doing the West Side thing. <laughs> she's, like, she's all business. <laughs> I thought she's doing the West Side thing. Business time, you know. That's why she got a little uh, hairnet. Yeah, you know, she serious. They're like you cafeteria lady. He's like no, no. scientist, physicist. Uh, so go back to the Alien last one. Tech. Okay, so that device right there in the middle. Um, that's gonna like I have a huge part of like her. I was, like the least story I gotta tell about her. Um, the, so the, the little disc is the uh, yeah. That's the AC gravity thing. Ah, uh, um, it's like a disc that's gonna spin around. It's supposed to be like throwing ions around. It's supposed to have matter like work together as one, and then lift an object up off the ground and make it float. So that's gonna go into that shit. Yeah, for the listeners, if you guys don't know, oh, yeah. like we have a picture for the video. If you guys want to check our replay, mm. but you guys can click on the YouTube to watch it. Yeah, it uh, uh it basically looks like a record player. An album, yeah, it like a vinyl. Like, yeah, like a vinyl. It looks like that shit. Boss has power outage at the hospital. Oh damn, that's Ooh, scary. That's man. scary as fuck, man. What are you doing, life support? What if Joker's out there? <laughs> it's gonna blow that place up. <laughs> but why? <laughs> Just because that's what I think of hospitals. <laughs> Just blow it up. <laughs> Light it up. All right, let's get started with the story. All right, um. All right, before we even go start about with her, right, we're going to start off before, uh, back in the early 90s, there was this uh, Russian physicist, uh, well, he was a ceramics engineer, his name was uh, Eugene Podkletnov, <laughs> it's P-O-D-K-L-E-T-N-O-V. We'll call so, him Eugene. Uh, yeah, so my boy Eugene, right, he's a, a Russian ceramic engineer, and he's got like a... I was assuming he's got to be involved in, like, physicists and all this other shit, too, because in the 90s, he claims that he made, like, this uh, this device uh, uh, with, like, a, a ceramic lid on it, I guess, but it kind of looks like the, the vinyl that we just showed in the picture. Basically, it's like um, two things come together, one spinning, another one's just trying to create energy of ions, but this machine that he invents in the early 90s, um, it's called, I think it's called, like, a gravity shielding device. So whatever, where and whatever energy builds up, and whatever object you have sitting on this platform that he's built, um, is basically just covering like in a gravity shield. So it's like Whoa. some weird shit. Now a lot of people claim it was like fringe science because, and like anybody who's ever tried to attempt to do that again has never been able to do it. It's only been it's only happened like one time. So it's, they weren't ever able to replicate like what he was doing that yeah. first time. So this is like oh it's fringe science because yeah it could happen but. What was the odds that can happen again? Because nobody else can seem to do it. But when you did it, you one time. But and so it was official that they <clears throat> documented that he he was actually able to yes, do like that? create like a gravity shield, like straight up, yeah, legit shit. <laughs> and That's so crazy. And so going forward, right? News spreading around in the science community, like, oh, you heard about this gravity shielding, da 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 da. And so NASA tries to jump on this shit. It's like, you know what? We're gonna try to do gravity shielding too. The thing about NASA is that when they try to do it. They weren't following the exact blueprints that Eugene had used. They were trying to do it their own different way. And so when they tried to create like a gravity shielding, completely got fucked up. It was like, and I think NASA was trying to get funding for like, hey, like, um, hey, like, hey, U.S. government, we're going to start this thing where we create a gravity field. Um, if it works, can you give us like funding for it? And I guess they tried to demonstrate it. Didn't work. And the government was like, no, we're not funding you for shit that doesn't work. So NASA's like, mm-hmm. So this is in the 90s. It's early 90s. It's early 90s, right? See, it's, like, what I'm hearing about NASA is, right, like, after they were done with the, the moon project, mm-hmm. like, in the 90s, like, that old team, they were gone. Mm-hmm. That team was gone. So NASA, they, you know, they hired, like, a whole bunch of new people mm-hmm. for the new NASA. And they weren't, they weren't the brightest bunch. Yeah. 
the OG they couldn't ones. figure out nothing. All they know how to do is read a book and do research, but they couldn't come up with like anything, you know. And like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I'm trying to think of like a monumental. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Monumental. Get, come That's at me, it. dictionary. <laughs> Webster. <laughs> uh, yeah, so NASA tried to do the same exact thing that Eugene did in the early 90s. For some reason, they didn't do exactly how he built it. And so their project failed, right? So Eugene, like, where is he from again? Russia. Russia. Russia, you know, Russia gonna be on that shit. Their brains, man. That they, shit. Ooh. They can fight bears and build <laughs> fucking gravity fields, apparently. They're smart. Um, so <clears throat> with that being said, entering the picture, um, and I don't know how 100% true this is because she's such like, a mysterious person, but there was rumors at one time she also was working at NASA at some point. But at this point in the story... Talking about Dr. Ningling. Dr. Ningling. Yeah, she's okay. supposedly she might have worked at NASA sometime. At least that's what a whistleblower claims, right? It's, so that's not official. That's just... It's allegedly she probably worked said. at NASA at one time. Around the same time, they were trying to push out their gravity field shit. Ah. Eventually, she like leaves NASA, and she wants to join some kind of other group or whatever. But she goes... like uh, She starts wound up trying to build a machine where she... Um, Creates a. She basically like she uses like the same uh, engineering skills of what Eugene did to create like an anti gravity field the same way, and so NASA got kind of like pissy with her in, in a weird way from her. Like I guess NASA got kind of pissed off at her for doing it, but I don't know. But basically, because like NASA didn't want to follow blueprints of what Eugene did, she did it and then kind of put her own twist on it. Instead of like a gravity fielding, a gravity field that a gravity shielding that Eugene was doing, she's trying to create anti gravity, so something that could like just levitate or something like that. Or like I would a, think they would both work like together hand hand with yeah. NASA. No, no, no. Like, uh, like his Eugene, how he got the shielded gravity thing, <clears throat> and then her anti gravity thing. Like, yeah. they, they work together. Well, well, here's the thing, though. So there was this event they had. Um, let me pull it up right quick. There was this like it's kind of like a, a nerd science con. Like, would they have like scientists from around the world? They'll go and show up here. Like a science scientist convention. Yeah, they basically just show up. It's called like Mitri, uh, M I T R E. It's a conference of like, uh, uh, basically takes like scientists from around the world and they come together in one spot, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, they they discuss like uh, the uh, high frequency gravity waves, um, which is like F. It's it's basically called F uh, HFGW for short. Um, but they talk about the theoretical physics of like controlling like gravity and all that stuff. This is like a conference they're all doing it. So people are coming forward, show, and, and mainly like a lot of times too. China have like every country brings like their scientists forward, like. Yo, hey, do your thing. It's like talent show type shit. Go up there, do your thing, little man. Like, show them, like, impress them so we can get that. Because everybody's going up there to get a grant, basically. That's that's my theory of why this like event. funding to... Yo, it's like fucking reality. It's like, like a, I don't know, um, American Idol type shit. I don't know. It's like, you you trying to, like, yo, like, look at me. I got this invention. Give me money. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, it's like Shark Tank. Yeah, pretty like, much, yeah. They're, like, they're pitching their idea, hoping that they would get a grant. I have this app on my phone. That we can lock your house doors at work. Some yeah. shit. You know, like, they, you gotta, gotta come strong. Give me the loan. Check this out, guys. Uber. <laughs> Get rid of taxi. Nope, I'm out. <laughs> Sorry, I'm out. You're gonna, you're gonna regret this. <laughs> I swear to God, you're gonna regret this. Mark Cuban. Uh, <laughs> all right, so, um, so, anyways, so usually everybody around the world shows up to the room, show off their best scientists, folks, whatever. Interesting, though, because I think this might have been like the late 90s at this time. So at the same time, scientists from China, like China, usually shows up every year, right, to bring out the like the that makes sense. Bring out the they're the, a big country, the, the biggest people, right? They like usually and like a lot of like a lot of um, scientists they bring forward are usually like it usually goes towards like you know 
high frequency uh, um, gravity waves like research. Like China been on this shit for a while, right? Um, but for some reason, China didn't show up that year when Ning Li was there. No, nobody knows why. China just did like no show. Like they didn't show for this thing this year. That's weird. Uh, maybe is a reason why I'm behind it. I don't know, but but were they watching her from the crowd? Like they just weren't in the event. They, they were like just watch. They didn't participate. But, but the, the, the whistleblower who comes about out with the story about what happens to her when she goes missing, I was I have a theory about what. That's not like a super duper crazy theory. Missing but or voluntarily? The they don't know. They don't know what she. Had. Her I, cup? Have a, I have a theory now, but go okay. ahead. All right. Hope I can remember. So uh, China didn't show up. Blah, blah, blah. So anyway, she winds up stepping up. And then supposedly this is out. There's two stories of the event that I heard happen, right? So she has an anti-gravity machine. Shit's going. Some people said during the event, it did not perform at all. Didn't work. Whatever object she's trying to lift up did not work at all. This shit like was a, a dud. A, a dud. Like a wet fart. Like, like just that was it. Get right? out of here, China. <laughs> Get the fuck out now. It's like, but I'm American. <laughs> And so that's one side of the story. But other side of the story is like people, I've also was looking up some stuff too. Some people just said that was there or eyewitness accounts or whatever you want to call it. They were saying like, hey, the machine actually did work. It just levitated what she was trying to do off a little bit. But it wasn't like super high. But I guess like the RPMs was too low. It needed to go faster. But it's like, but yeah, it did work though. But it's two sides. Like some people saying it did, but it wasn't strong enough. Some people saying it just flat out didn't work. Either way, though... Um, like, it wasn't anything monumental. Yes. To where, like, if you were watching, you'd be like, holy shit, she's really onto something, we're going to grant this. But here's the thing, though. After whatever... I can't remember what company she was with at the time, but she actually winds up quitting after that event, right? She quits, and that's when she starts her own company, the AC Gravity Group. Uh, I think it's the AC Gravity LLC. And didn't they get funding for that? Yes. So this, That's what I'm saying. See, the, the story that she was having with... Like some people were saying, like, it didn't work. Why would you quit your position at your job and then put all your like you you were going on like you were putting your shit on the line at this point for something that didn't work right. unless it worked right you started a company behind it yeah so, so if it didn't work why would she leave all that and then start up her own gravity shit yes. and then she also got funding, funding for it so if it didn't work why would they continue the project because I, I, from what I was understanding too that she was trying to get like a million dollar funding for her project and. Uh, the DOD, Department of Defense, they were like, hey, we'll give you like, I think it's almost like $500,000 some shit if you round yeah, up. $448,970. Yeah. yeah, so, <laughs> damn, to, to the penny. <laughs> yeah, I researched a little bit. <laughs> and so she wound up, uh, she winds up getting the funding, and then not long after that, boom, that, the end. Disappears. Just disappears. Now, there's a... My oh, bad. That was scary. <laughs> it scared me too, and I was looking right. Was like, fuck, me. government's coming. <laughs> they know too much. Um, I'll call after this. Um, so, oh, what was that? Oh, yeah. So with the funding, right? So they gave her the funding for it, and then she just disappears. And uh, this was in two thousand one. Yes. In two thousand one, the DOD granted her the four hundred eighty four four hundred forty eight thousand in two thousand one. It was like here, for her project. It was like here, have fun, like make us proud, baby girl, and then just disappeared like not long after that, right? So this is guy who's a whistleblower, uh, allegedly. He, he said some shit. I was kind of like, oh, I can get behind it. Some shit it was like whatever. But he's also talking about like how a lot of these scientists in these communities they're trying to create like nanotechnology and all this other stuff. They just have these moments where, at times, where just they want to just you know the 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 thing they wanted just that they were all into at one time was like anti gravity shit. So this is like this era of it. And he talks about how supposedly um, 
whatever happened with the DOD, like she didn't like she didn't go missing per se. She actually just left America for some unknown reason and went back to China, mm-hmm. her home, th- her home, her home, home. Yeah. So I was like, so what, was she like a spy for China or some shit or like she was at the event? Is that why China show? Because it's like, yo, we got somebody out there. Like, I don't think she the- was a spy. I I just think that uh, China after they saw what she came up with, mm. they were more interested in her. So they probably offer her a position out in China. Yeah. And then ju- they just kept it all under wraps. Yeah, they could. That's a possibility. She started working for China's <clears throat> space stations. Well, here's an interesting fact, too. And that's another, I think, the reason why she probably ran. All right. If anybody knows anything about how the U.S. government works, whatever, anytime if you're a scientist or any type of whatever, and a DOD takes you in, to, in their fold, whether you like some kind of corporation or whatever, Usually, a lot of times it's gonna be for like the defense of America, and it's gonna be a weapon, right? Now, some stuff I found about uh, Dr. Lee yesterday is that she's like her her mindset is like like on some like uh, Nikolai Tesla type shit, where when she was like going through the anti gravity stuff, she's like, hey, like this needs to be for the people. This energy, oh, like yeah, yeah. we can be used a lot more than just like <clears throat> having stuff levitate. We can do this, that, and the third. Like a lot of things we can do. I think she's trying to make some kind of like some kind of. I can't remember what it's called, some kind of lens or something like that, but it was like anti-gravity. I don't, something crazy I didn't really get, but she was trying to do a lot more shit to help people out. She's like, this shit should belong to the people, not to the corporations. And I was like, hmm, she's probably dead or she fled back to China. But I think that when she got accepted by the DOD with this grant money, it was like, hey, come in. So you got anti-gravity stuff? Um, we try to do something like with propulsion or whatever, like something that requires like less fuel. It's probably some kind of weapon or some bullshit. Like propulsion. That's like primate shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what? Like, like pushing off like the air and shit. Like just, just like jumping. Like, excuse me. And then the aliens leave the chat. <laughs> they like these guys still on propulsion. They do. <laughs> like all oh, these motherfuckers. They're gonna be on this for another hundred years. <laughs> Losers. Ling Ling, get over here. <laughs> yeah. And so I didn't mean to say like that. <laughs> I'm trying to laugh, man. Ning Ling. Dr. Ling Ning Li. Sorry. So uh ship takes off. I was gonna say ship takes off. Jesus Christ. Tr- so they were talking about like propulsion and stuff. That's what I'm assuming. And she was like, yo, I don't like how America's trying to utilize my work for fucking war or trying to like right. do whatever. So she dips and runs back Just to China. For military purposes. She dips out. Cause she, cause it seemed like she got her dreams come true. She got the grant, everything, and then you just leave. And that's why the guy was like, he has a theory that she probably ran back to China, this, that, and the third. Like ethically, like on an ethical level, it's like, man, I can't ride with these people because they don't want me. Yeah, that's when she realized America's gonna make him weapons. That's when she realized she was working for the bad guy. Yeah, so she's like, I got to go. So supposedly that's one story of how she went missing. Not that she's not dead. She's like, she fled the country. She's in China. So I'm, I'm assuming if she's Chinese American, she's probably born there. She probably had dual citizenship, so she probably just fly back, chill. Like. She's okay. I mean, if, I mean, she's okay if China took a hold of her. Yeah, they're like, cool, you work with us now. Well, I don't know, man. China, well, China kind of fucking weird, too, man. Yeah, they ain't they put stuff in cages. I don't know, yeah. man. What if we just live in a world where everybody's a bad guy? Like, there's, there's no good guys. That's a poss- that is a possibility. I know it sucks. It's almost like a curse to be, like, really intelligent. <laughs> yes, when you really think about it. You think that's why they do like SAT tests and shit just to see who's like the real smart guy, or they get people like uh, keep IQ tests, keep tracking. Like you know, we're gonna recruit you into the government. They're like, day. damn, Billy, you that smart? We need you to build a hey, fucking. We're bomb. gonna like give you a scholarship <laughs> for like five hundred million dollars. Did I say million? No, five hundred thousand. I think he's about to say billion. <laughs> <laughs> billion. But then they 
they take Billy and they put him in a fucking cage and just let him like his only work is just to create like military weapons. Make make this grenade for me. Destruction. Wake up, Billy. <laughs> Wake up. We got to blow up planets tonight. Yeah, so I can see that there's gonna be Yeah, I can definitely see where it is gonna use utilize her shit for like a weapon or maybe for space travel. Who knows? But anti gravity stuff. As a, I mean, there's a like, there's a lot more scientific shit to the story, but this is like the meat and potatoes of it of what she went missing on, right? So, this was I going in a rabbit hole at one point. So when I was looking up, what's up? Wait, can I say one thing? Yeah, sure. What's up? Okay, so like after like 2001, they gave her that grant, right? Mm-hmm. For her own company, for an anti gravity company. Mm-hmm. But the another weird thing about it is that they only ran for one year. So after like 2002, that's mm-hmm. when the grant period yeah. ended. Yeah, that's right. They cut off the funding. Yeah. Yeah, they cut off the funding, and then there was no uh, results of any research that was ever made public. Mm-hmm. So even if they discovered something, they never published or they yeah. never like put any research out there. No, not at all. And then it's, it's still like, at least from what I was reading about and his YouTube video that really broke it down a lot better for my dumbass to understand. He talks about like how within the records of the DO, the DOD and all that, you can see like. Hey, at one time they were employed under them at one time. So the DOD can't deny that they never hired her and nothing like that. Like the 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 AC Gravity Company was legit. Like they did give them the grant money and all that. It's all on, like on record. So that is true. What they now what happened behind the scenes with it? What they were trying to do? Sounds like they might have not even got anything made, or maybe if they did, they're keeping that shit secret. But either way, Doctor Lee fled. It was like fuck this shit, y'all crazy. She fled, Americans. or or they they created like another. Um like a, a a different branch of the research where they went like black market style. Oh, kind of branches off yeah. from what the they call AC. it when like the government they do like like a proxy. Is, is it? Thinking of. It's like a branch off of like the yeah, but it's not like made public. It's like a secret. Uh, oh, like research. a shadow, a shadow organization or some shit. Or something. I don't think. Yeah, it's that. like a. I would say like a project that they they do that's not um, off the books. Yeah, off the book yeah. projects. So maybe like that program it went off the books. And then they said, okay, we're going to just stop this here. Then we're going to continue on, uh, off the record. Like we'll be doing this shit at, uh, I think they call it like black sites. We we'll just do all our research. Yeah, there. yeah, black sites. Because <coughs> black is bad. Always. <laughs> that to the bone. Uh, uh, we're not going to get canceled. No, not yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> damn it, I had a brain fart. Fuck. Oh, um, You're saying like you had theories on like what happened after. Oh, like, so well, his, okay, I, I had like a lot of questions too. So. She devised this anti-gravity machine, right? And it seems like the U.S. wanted to her to replicate this shit that, I mean, maybe give an advantage on shooting missiles. I'm assuming like, hey, fuel costs a lot of money to shoot rockets and missiles and shit. What if we just had like a anti-gravity propulsion system? Would it be cheaper? Probably be faster. All types of wild shit. Or maybe, or maybe we shoot up something in space. Because if you're going against gravity, because... I feel like there's a lot of shit to get do with it that could be fucking horrible. But, um, like, isn't, like, her stuff, maybe, like, it's her stuff or Eugene's stuff, like, the anti-gravity thing they're making, mm-hmm. like, it had, like, its own force field, like, it created its own gravity. Yeah, like, that's, within that's its what made it different. Field, yeah. So, it's, like, within its bubble, uh, uh, let's say... It created, like, its own gravity. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, this... Which would make it yeah. anti-gravity. I, I think about, like, this kind of, like, how in, in Superman, right, the superhero that everybody knows... How he flies is like his body creates like a gravity shield around him. On force field. Yeah, and within that field, in that bubble of his, his gravity is what he can control. So he yeah. does, his laws of the laws of gravity don't apply to him anymore yes. when he flies. That's like his 
That's exactly. He, he creates his own law of gravity on him upon himself, not around him. So, so I'm thinking that's exactly what she made mm. her and Eugene. Because mm. here's another thing that I heard: it's like uh, somebody in the 1800s, like a scientist, mm. they wrote all like the same research that she did, almost like to the T. Mm. But you know, back then they didn't have really computers like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you would read all the notes from the scientists from the past, she was basically. Uh, Doing the same shit that that guy was doing, yeah. so they discovered this shit a long yeah, time ago. Knew. And this goes back to the fact: why do U.S. want her? Because there's a rumor going around that. All right, let me put a shit up right quick. She's a bad girl. No, not her. No, no, no. She's a good girl. I'm not. I'm not really understanding the U.S. on this on why they needed her because apparently there's a conspiracy out there that says we're gonna talk about these motherfuckers again. Hitler had a secret anti-gravity UFO. Wait, and who? Hitler. Hitler. Hitler had a secret anti-gravity UFO, and the U.S. stole it. So this is back in the 40s now. Well, yeah. So I'm like, if this story's true, did this shit get, like, from the story that I was reading before, because I think there was, like, the, uh, the nickname of it was called, like, a Die Glock. That was the name of, like, the supposed. Whoa. Um, sounds fucking evil, the right? The anti-gravity <laughs> thing that Hitler got? Yeah. Um... It kind of looks. I wish I sent you this picture earlier. It looks like a fucking bell. Oh, I've seen that before. True. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, it looks like that shit. Um, I saw it on the History Channel, and they were trying to hold down that bell, and it was like spinning like a fucking what? UFO, and they're like, "Hold it down." <laughs> it was being held down by chains and stuff. What? Science but is? apparently, they were using anti gravity technology Just at throw that, that time. Shit okay. And this was in the forties. What we say about the forties? This is the forties, right? It's the golden age. And so. Bob, All right, as the story goes, is like the scientist that was like, Bob. Wait, Bob said, didn't they disappear with it? She's talking about that bell. I think maybe the bell did disappear. The Nazi bell. I wouldn't be surprised because they uh, they talk about how um, after like, especially they, they was going to use this anti gravity thing. I don't get why, but supposedly the main mission of what the Nazis was going to do is that if they lost World War Two, they was going to use this machine. To somehow maybe either punch a hole in reality or something, but they was gonna go back in time to the beginning of World War II, start that shit again, Damn. and win with the knowledge. With the knowledge of how they're gonna lose, because if you know Ooh. if you can predict the future, you're unstoppable, man. But thing is though, let's say if that actually did happen, but it didn't change anything in this timeline. It just branched off into a new timeline, kind of like, hey, I'm Trunks. I'm here to save Goku. I'm giving him this shit. Stop all the androids for killing everybody on Earth. Da da da. I'm gonna go back in time. I'm gonna go back to the future. Ain't shit changed. You just created a new timeline. That's all it is. You didn't really change right. the current situation. So maybe there's another timeline. Like they went back in time in the fucking World, World War Two. I don't know. Or maybe like they went back so many times that they won World War Two so many times, but then the outcome is always like shitty. Yeah. So they're like, hey, let's say we win, like unofficially. And unofficially win because I don't talk about officially win. I didn't just go like you know underground and rebrand the whole thing. Uh, enter because the U.S. Pit. did. <laughs> Supposedly took all the German scientists. Yes, that's Operation Paperclip, and that's another thing that ties into this. There was like this high-ranking colonel, right, who was supposedly involved in this project, and he he claimed that um he claimed that like uh, that hey like if you guys bring me aboard and I'll work along with you guys in the U.S., then um I'll help explain to you guys everything about this fucking machine that they've been building, and I'll even teach you guys how to build it or whatever, but. Supposedly, once the U.S. was like, okay, yeah, we'll create your new identity, any family friends you got, but basically, you know, bringing them into like, you know. Um, because German, just, they do look just like regular. I mean, yeah, they don't talk, yeah. Yeah. 
Just, just, just keep your mouth shut. Don't say a word because people will pick up on it. But hello, Mister Rogers. <laughs> just wave. Just don't say shit. Um, so that so basically, like, so he was like, so the the colonel dude, the Nazi colonel guy, whose name I can't fucking pronounce or whatever. He cuts a deal with the U.S. supposedly, and then he goes in Operation Paperclip, and he has like all this information about this. And what is Operation Paperclip for the people that don't know? Okay, so Operation Paperclip is when the U.S. takes, and I believe this is legit, right? Um, not the, the 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 Nazis had like some of the best shit out there when it came to World War II. Till this day, to the like, at least as far as like at that time fighting in combat, like they like better machines, everything. When it came to technology, they was advanced beyond everybody else. Um, with all that though. Um, you had like dumbass people trying to run shit like Hitler. Hitler was not a smart guy. He made like bad decisions that got them to lose the war. Like have his troops run up to Russia and try to take over Russia, but Russia got extremely cold and Nazis weren't wearing cold enough gear, so they started fucking dying and Russia just completely wiped them out. Like he was making dumbass decisions like that. Mm-hmm. Um so so Operation Paperclip is like, hey, like, we're gonna start taking all your scientists, like any of you guys scientists or whatever, whatever. So did they raise their hand and say, who's all the scientists? And then they all raised their hand. We got program going on. Right, right here. Like, we're trying to, like, you know, we're trying to push America to a new age. And you could be a part of this movement. We can grant you amnesty, but only if you work for us. I'm pretty sure whatever horrible crimes they committed over there, even if they was probably working in a, a fucking concentration camp, America was probably, like, just clean, just wiping it off their hands. Like, you know, you guys are good. You work for us now. Also, we're trying a space program. Enter NASA. I don't care what anybody says. They started that shit. And that's, that's just, when they told them about Galactic Federation. And all that shit, man. That's when it began. They they probably knew about it before America did. They knew. They like, know. Check this out. We had a visitor like from Venus. His name is... Uh, what's his name? Valiant Thor. Valiant Thor. <laughs> Ooh, I had to reach for that one. <laughs> that was good, man. <laughs> I'm horrible with names. <laughs> that's why you're, that's you're the here, partner right? here. <laughs> oh, that's wild. Um, oh, yeah. So anyways, with the colonel, right? So they want to bring the colonel in into Operation Paperclip. And supposedly he's never seen or heard from ever again. But he was supposed to be the one that's gonna like a part of this project with this machine disappears. I'm like, so did this guy die or something? And is that the reason why the US was able to able, able to recreate this anti-gravity machine? Because apparently he might have been the one that knows how to build it, but But he died. But nobody knows what happened to him. It's like he was never seen or anything again. <laughs> I don't know, man. So, I don't think these people aren't dying. They're still doing the research, mm-hmm. but they they just want too much of him. So they're like, uh, let's just say you died and you just stopped going home. You know, you're taking too many breaks. Just faked your death. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. Maybe he did die. Maybe he said, hey, I don't want to do this shit no more. But the thing is, though, this, this, this is why I kept going on this rabbit hole, right? The thing that I was trying to figure out, too. So, fuck, I wish I sent you. I, I've been fucking up today. I don't mean. I, I really got to pee. Yeah, we can thing. get the notes together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Be right back, guys. All right, guys, we're back. Hi, everybody. All right, back to this uh, story with the Germans. Okay, so... All right, there's this picture I meant to send you earlier. So I've been fucking up today. So... All right, so that's what the German story, right? Now, fast forward to uh, 19... Uh, like, December 9th, 1965, right? Is uh, the Kecksburg UFO incident. Um, Kecksburg is in Pennsylvania, uh, Pennsylvania, right? Really? This is basically... <clears throat> Uh, Pennsylvania's uh, Roswell. This is their. This is their shit. Of whoa, they really got crazy shit over there. This this is their incident, and apparently there was an object that crashed down from the sky one night. And that's why I'm, I'm so pissed off. I didn't send you this picture because tell me what this reminds you of, like what it looks like. 
of honeycomb. Yeah, but no, but it kind of looks like the Nazi shit that they would have built. Oh, it does. So it's like it looks like an anti gravity machine. So I'm like, wait, let me see that again. It kind of. I'm trying to enlarge it. So that was in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Holy the, shit. The, well, got, this is not the exact hieroglyph. Hieroglyphs. Yeah, this isn't the exact item. This is like um like a replication. The replication of what that was found that night when it crashed out there. And I'm like, and I was looking. I was like, how the fuck does that look like something that the Nazis had an anti gravity machine? Okay. Are they traveling through time? And I, like, think, I think I know the story now. Are they with UFOs? Because uh, Bob was mentioning <laughs> that didn't it disappear? And in fact, it did disappear when they were doing the test. And I think it landed in Pennsylvania. Oh, so that what if it's that? Thing. Yeah, it's the same <clears throat> shit. <clears throat> that would be fucking crazy. I think it's the same shit. So that little honeycomb shit that the Nazis were playing with ended up in Pennsylvania. But 20 years year, later. Yeah, 20 years <laughs> later. Like, it ended up traveling through time. <laughs> uh... You know, like the thing with Hitler, right? He was he was trying to create the perfect race, like with the blue eye babies and shit. Yeah, what well, I guess he would deem perfect, I guess. Which he was already fucking with like genetics and shit, human genetics. So that would make sense, like if he is able to send that shit into the future, that that bell. Mm. Let's say he is able to travel like in the future, like like mentally, like you know, astral travel, right? Yeah, yeah, not like the, the physical body, but with the yeah. the spirit and the mind or whatever. Yeah, because recently. You know that that company CRISPR, mm. the CEO of CRISPR, the lady something Jennifer Dudna. Yeah. Okay. The last three letters is DNA in her name. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where the that? But she was the one that mentioned that she saw Hitler in her dream, and Hitler asked her about genetic uh, modifications mm. and how like tell her tell him all about it. And then you go back into the forties, and Hitler that like, whole time he was trying to I got it <laughs> create the perfect race, which is weird. Which is like, okay, does this time travel thing really exist? Yeah, but he sent himself through the mind into her dreams. Fucking Hitler's cool. I mean, <laughs> Hitler's crazy. Hitler's one crazy guy, we but he get was. <laughs> he was. On, I'm telling you, he he's responsible for our our, our society today. <laughs> I mean, he's probably lying about that. Yeah. What? what <clears throat> look, if you took Hitler out of the equation, no, they took a lot. Maybe we would be on horses and wagons. I mean, they, 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 like, not auto, Hondas. Like, because I know after that, say, like, uh, this, is how, this is how I think Operation Paperclip was legit, too. Because after World War II, then there was this big ass boom, right? In the automotive industry. And at the time, Germany was like the best at making cars and shit. Who do you think was getting them? How did they get them blueprints to start Ford? Well, Ford had been around way before that, but that's when they had the boom of the automotive industry. People working there for like high school dropouts making $60,000 a year. Working on like on an assembly line, building cars. I wish that shit still exists. I would. Yeah, their vehicles were so advanced. Yeah, but it's like there was the automotive industry blew up after World War Two, out of nowhere. I'm saying Operation Paperclip because it just makes sense to me. We went from horses to like really fast cars in a very short time period. Yeah, they had like cars that were like in a. I think they had like a crank wheel in front, but you like crank it in the front, like just to start the engine. You hop in and like brr, drive like. Meanwhile, the Germans, Germans. <laughs> <laughs> got a fucking autobahn and shit. They yeah, just, they're like, hey, build a track for us. <laughs> oh, so, um, I don't know. But that's why I was trying to figure out why the U.S. would want, with going back to you know Dr. Lee, um, with Ning Lee, why would they, what did they want from her if they already had supposedly Nazi scientists who already was working on anti-gravity technology? Did they not get what they want out of them? And that's why I'm like, oh shit, she's here. Let's try to get some out of her. Because, from my understanding too, China has been trying to do this anti gravity shit for a while. Um, 
And they said the U.S. has been trying to work on this stuff since like maybe the 50s. But apparently China seems like they have a better hold on it because that's what the apparently that's, I guess, one of the best things they could get at right now for that type of technology. Maybe like Dr. Ning Li, like she she was like the puzzle to all of it. Like she knew like something that none of them, they never figured out. Yeah, she's from she was that one person that the supposedly <laughs> her brain was able to make all these connections to make this anti-gravity device. Mm-hmm. And she was the one. So... China was like, hey, she's Asian. She belonged to us. Because you know how Chinese are. She got a... She's like, hey, <laughs> nope. Her eyes are slanted. She's our people, and she's going to be in our space program. She's an American. Sorry, America. And she's like, oh, my God. They're trying to destroy the planet. I got to get up out of here. Yeah, and then the thing that's weird is, like, she went missing, but there's there's very little information about her going missing. There's I don't her even think life? there's, like, a, an official... Police report about it? No, man. There's it's nothing. She's just, just like her family said. Shit. Maybe the Chinese, like I don't know, like their their <clears throat> their shit is so strong to where they they got a hold on everybody in the family. Nobody's gonna talk. Like, hey, you know, she did her own thing. She went to China on her own. There's not now even she's a date working of, with their program. There's not even a date of birth for. Her. I'm looking up right now. It's just she looks she, pretty old though. She just yeah. She got me say back then. That's how she. Did I say sixty? Like fifties? Fifties? I should just say fifties. Yeah. She looked like a, the most normalist Asian like, lady that's like nice not supposed to be in a science lab. Oh, I've heard. She's. She looks like the cafeteria lady. But I swear, like she's doing she, West Side. Every she, time I look at her she hand. She has like a really normal. Uh, this Asian lady face. Yeah. yeah she's like a University little. of Alabama. Mm. Damn, but. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping she's safe. You know, I don't want her to be dead out there. I think. I, I believe in the guy's story, the whistleblower guy. His name was. Um, let me find this motherfucker's name. He actually has some good shit, but he he, he kind of went off the rails on some stuff, so it's hard for me to get behind some things he was talking about. But this one guy, his name was, um, he actually has this video on YouTube. It's called, like, A Conversation with uh, Dr. Jack Sarfetti. Um, everybody's got these crazy-ass names today. But basically, Jack is, like, a physicist, and he discusses, like, recent developments in exotic propulsion physics and technology, along with uh, political aspects of the research. Um, and that's when uh, one episode of his video series, he talks about just she had the fan with her. He's like, I think she just fled the country. She went back to China for protection because maybe she uncovered some shit about what America was trying to do with this tech. But either way, she gone, gone. Here's like another thing they said about her. Like they said she got sick. She got cancer. And then maybe she just got sick in China. And then she died out there. Or maybe she fell into a, maybe her experiment went wrong. And she got sucked into a. Fucking time portal or some shit. Maybe she's in 1942 building an anti-gravity device. For Nazis. Yep. Dun, dun, dun. And now we see all the... (laughs) Goes full circle. Now all the UFO shit is coming out now. Like, you can't escape. Yeah. That's what caught my eye with this story because the guy who originally dropped this video last week about um, Dr. Lee, he was saying it's strange that this story is now coming out almost 20 years later that this happened to her, at the same time, UFOs are popping up. And the way what they, are the and, odds? And the way they're moving and guiding, is it some kind of anti-gravity propulsion? It ain't fucking whatever the hell we use. They're clearly moving in like 45-degree turns and shit and stopping instantly and moving and going underwater. Like, they're moving at something where they can get through almost any type of atmosphere, whether it's water, air, space, whatever. Um, but they happen to be showing up now, and this news is flopping out. Yeah, it's like when you see video of like these... Unidentified objects going in the water. Mm-hmm. 
The water doesn't do anything. Nah, no, no, no reaction. It's almost like it does create its own force field, and it creates a force field around the water. Mm. The water is not really being affected yeah. by it. Fuck, that's cool. So it's like not even disturbing the water. Nope. You'd only hear a bloop. Not it's even like, that. Just like, <laughs> like didn't no splash or nothing. Just I was like, hey, where that splash at? It went pretty fast. Gravity field. Or maybe like it creates like its wormhole and it travels through like a through a quick wormhole. Yeah, through the wormhole down to like you know reptilian land. It comes out. I'm here. I can see like there being a gravity field too, because if you're trying to like travel at like say light like light speed travel or whatever, you probably need I would assume an energy field around it because all that friction will probably shred whatever the fuck you have as a surface of a ship up. So you need. Some type of energy to be able to repel it or take that type of shit. Mm. I can't see a NASA ship or even a SpaceX ship going light speed and like not everybody getting obliterated on that shit. I feel like if you really, if we really want to see some shit out there, we need to make some that can push people to light speed. You might need a gravity field for it. Yeah, so. because a human body cannot withstand that type of Man, acceleration. That force, hell no. We'll um, be mashed potatoes. Yeah, because I, I, I know, too, with uh, anti-gravity, they, talk, like, they talked about earlier, too, that anti-gravity started being used in science fiction when you start watching shows like Star Trek, how people are walking around on all these, like, you know, the Starship Enterprise and their feet. Holy shit, sounds like a dinosaur. It's thunderstorming <laughs> right now, guys. So if this stream dies, that means the power is out. I love you guys. Um, <laughs> uh, but how people on the Starship Enterprise back then are walking around on the ship. But they're not in space. That's like anti-gravity because they're supposed to be floating, but they're controlling their own gravity field within the confines of the ship. So you probably need something like that if people can be flying in space for like long periods. Like, it's a lot of shit anti-gravity got. So, but she gone. She would take that shit back to China. R.I.P. Right, so I guess America's gonna hunt her down. Well, this is like twenty years ago. I'm talking about like this shit happened yesterday. This is like <laughs> this is like a long time ago. But they did do like a recent. Um like a whole bunch of scientists got together like just a couple months ago and they had physicists talking about her and stuff mm. and they're saying yeah she did get sick and one of them did spoke to her recently mm. so she's still alive according to this one scientist so like she's not really missing she's alive according to this one guy and she's she's in China somewhere hey, chilling that's the recent update that I got she ran ran for her life so she's not dead she out there hiding probably living her best life probably, I'm done with this science shit I'm on like Gucci belt I'm gonna live on a farm Outer space farm. <laughs> on, my, on my moon farm. <laughs> a farm in Alaska. You got any other stories? That's about it, man. That was it. I, just wanted, that was, I thought it would be an interesting story to talk about. That was a good story. Uh, What's up? I want to get into uh, neuroscience, mm. but let me open up a drink. Maybe you can talk to people. Like, Hi, everybody. Whatever you want to talk about. How's everybody Tuesday going? Sorry, guys. <laughs> Mine is going great. Mmm. <laughs> mmm. Hi, guys. But, uh, cut all this out. But, yeah, uh, let's see. I don't have to work tomorrow. This is, like, the first Wednesday I had off in a while. I cannot fucking wait. Soon I'm always working Wednesdays. That's why today I was like, yo, let me get the, let me get the big boy beard. It's doing it again? Oh, my God. <laughs> We've been having issues with beards tonight. Um, just popping a lid off and... They've been, like, puking all over the place. I don't know what's going on. The beer is puking. Well, it's been spilling for some reason. I got a rough hand or something. (laughs) My strong hand. Um, No, actually, that was an interesting story. And it was, like, I got recommended to me on YouTube. So I was like, damn. 
I'm gonna be watching that strange shit. Be, let me know. Like, yeah, Chris, you this age lady, <laughs> you like theoretical physics. You're gonna like this lady. You know, let me. I'm gonna wash my hands real quick. We're just going to break. Yeah. All right, guys, we're back. Air sweat. Those to the moon. Those to the moon. To the moon. You just looked it up. You just, uh, checked it out. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> Wait, did I miss something? Speaking of Doge, you know, uh, Coinbase they're doing a little sweepstake where if you trade a hundred dollars or whatever, buy a hundred dollars worth of Doge coin. Mm-hmm. This Thursday, they're gonna be giving out like I think one point two million dollars worth. So one person is gonna receive three hundred thousand dollars. And 10 people are going to receive $30,000 worth in coins. Mm. Uh, then the rest is going to receive, like, I forgot. I think it was, like, $300 or something like that. What? But the grand prize is at 300000 for one person. Would you quit your job over 300000 I know what to do with it, so maybe, yeah. I would. <laughs> I, I would love it. I actually probably would. I'm like, I'll just find a way to flip it, but I ain't sticking around for that I know shit. exactly what to do with that money. <laughs> to <right>. the moon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's so get let's get into uh, some other stories. All right, so neuroscience doesn't undermine free will after all. So they're saying what? we all don't have free will, according to neuroscience. Okay, so for mm. decades, researchers have debated, debated whether the buildup of certain electrical activities in the brain indicate that human beings are unable to act out free will. I kind of see what they're saying. Mm-hmm. You okay. kinda, your brain's like on, a, on that track. You can't really... Yeah. So experiments uh-huh. spanning from the 1960s and 1980s measures brain signals non-invasively and led many neuroscientists to believe that our brain makes decisions before we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, that human actions were initiated by electrical waves that did not reflect free will and conscious thought. So this shit was happening before the person even was doing anything that the so their brain already decided what they were doing before they actually did it i can see that and it was all in studies from the 1960s and 1980s and they were like hey maybe we don't have free will even me like just tilting my head that's already it's, happening we're a slave to our brain right i could oh hell yeah oh yeah not like that. a slave but maybe everything really is fucking you're running on a path yeah and you that's already written out and you can't get off the rails you were stuck on this shit Bob says, no free will. They testing you guys. Yeah. And Bob, she typed that because she thinks she had free will. <laughs> but she was already going to type that. Yes. Did you make this choice or did your brain? Okay, let's but continue. My, but my brain. <laughs> it went back to normal. Okay. Tom Fox says, no. Uh, it was just us then. Yeah, so like they've been doing this research since like the 1960s about how a human, they actually don't have free will. And this is going to like scientists. They've mm-hmm. been studying the human brain for a long time now, and they just came to the conclusion like, hey, I don't think you guys actually have free will because your brains are making these like these choices. These, uh, it's showing like it's doing something before you even actually yeah. initiate whatever the fuck you're doing. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, how can I say it? It's. Uh, because the way your body reacts to stuff, it's like it's reacting to it before you even react to it. Like for example, like if you would put your hand on a stove, it's not you're not gonna feel brain a pain until your brain recognizes that you're in pain. It sends like because it sends like a signal so fast. So I like, guess like I don't know. I'm I'm hobo with science. Maybe like your neurons or some shit. Mm-hmm. But your body's not gonna recognize the pain until your brain's like boom. Like you put your hand on the oven, like on the stove, goes up, like sends a message up your arm to your brain, almost like instantaneously. Your brain's like this shit hurts, and then like ow. 
So it's like right. your brain is telling you this shit hurts. So it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you are you really making a decision? Like your brain is the one. Yeah, it's protecting you. Yes. <laughs> like damn, like, I'm gonna kill myself. Don't, like what's that don't smell? Do it. <laughs> oh, it's your hand burning. <laughs> Get it off. Oh shit. Ow. <laughs> Bob says the neuron has to fire the signal first. What does that mean? I don't know which one's which. So the neuron fires it from like the hand the, to the brain. From the hands to the brain, and then the people like that's living in your hands say, "Hey, take this, take this message up to the brain," and it happens so quickly, and then they send the message to the brain. Okay, so then, okay, so Bob says the new one has to fi- has to fire the signal first, then the signal travels to where it needs to go. That's what you said. Yeah, I think I said it, Bob. Well, back me up on this, man. Magic school bus ass. <laughs> Miss Frizzled. <laughs> Arnold. Miss Frizzled. But yeah, oh, that's crazy. I oh, never... she says brain the hand. Wait, so the brain is telling... Oh, the brain detects it, goes to the hand, it goes back. Oh, oh okay. It's like a relay. See, I was thinking it starts with the hand, brain, then goes back to the hand. But the brain is like, hey, what are you touching? Oh, you're touching something hot. And then the hand's like, is it hot? Yep. <laughs> that's true. It's hot. Send it back. <laughs> Brain's like, oh, shit, the hand says it's hot. Get it yeah. off. The brain is like, hey, can we validate if something's burning right now? The hand is like, call him. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's burning. Send it back up to the brain. Damn it. We are slaves to the brain. Fuck. We have oh, like, we just, oh, we just slow to catch on. <laughs> damn, we have no free thought. But if you got a, but if you got a good brain and your brain loves you, it's going to do everything it can to guide you in the right direction. I would at least hope so. Yes. Like, your brain's not going to be like, blow your brains out unless it really wants to hurt you. You know how you hear like the voices in your head saying... Don't do it, mm. but you do it anyway. Mm-hmm. And then something bad happens. So what's that? Then what's that? Then your conscious, the dark side the of the brain, people that's behind your brain saying, "Dude, don't do that. It's gonna be bad news." And then they're like, "Okay." And then they watch you do it. Like, what a fucking idiot! I'm not gonna tell him no more. You know what? He's gonna learn. I've been in here for thirty something years, and he's I'm he's sick of this still shit. fucking up. I'm tired of looking at this shit. Yo, hey, I didn't. I never thought about that with the brain. Like, like I know like a little bit of the science behind it, but I never thought about. Fuck, am I really making these decisions, or is this something greater that I don't know in my brain? That's why I think like when we run on like a schedule, like a pattern, mm-hmm. like nine to five jobs schedule, you come home, you do it like almost automatically, like autopilot. Dude, yeah, you're like, not even you thinking. know everything you're doing, but you're actually doing it through like actions that you're already used to doing. Yeah, just like muscle memory. Mush- shit. Yeah, mushroom memory, muscle. <laughs> Muscle memory and shit. But the minute, right? The minute you decide to take a different turn to go to work, shit hits the fan. Red alert. Like, hold shit on. Why are you crazy. taking a right this time? Whoa, 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 Like, you didn't get your McDonald's coffee this morning at this McDonald's? Why are you going to this one? Now mm-hmm. the line's backed up at this new yep. one you went to because you want to experiment. And now, now you're going to be late. An <laughs> like, accident fuck. just happened. An accident happened on 285. Like, see, if you just stuck to the plan that I was trying to get you comfortable with, I'm, I'm trying to help you, Chris. Why are you making these decisions on your own? You, you need die? me. <laughs> trying to die early? <laughs> you ain't shit without me, Chris. <laughs> All right, let's get into another story. All right, so you guys ever heard of the Pepsi contest in the 90s that turned out to be a deadly contest? I'm remembering more and more now the Pepsi contest, now that you've said it again. But yeah, it's, it's very vague. It's called the Pepsi's number fever campaign. And they did held it in America for, I don't know, for like a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, Bob says down 285. Yes. It's actually three something. Wait, what? Uh, it's like a number of things. Like, so Pepsi, they did this thing where they were doing a campaign to try to get uh, more people to buy Pepsi. Mm-hmm. So they went to like uh, the Philippines and shit. Oops. So 
yeah, the Philippines to do the campaign because they're going against Coke. So like, uh, so the whole thing is like in this campaign that went went bad. It's like they 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 declared that the the biggest marketing disaster in history, mm-hmm. uh, mainly because of a human error that led to Pepsi's uh, more winning caps than they had planned. So somebody fucked up in printing out the numbers and the Pepsi. Uh, you know, because they would open the cap, they the see the number, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they printed out more winning numbers than they even planned to give out, like, winning so why would prizes it for. It, it, it was a human error. Oh, okay. And this was, like, in the Philippines. And all this resulted in, like, riots and deaths. What like, this, the fuck? This was, like, in the 90s in the Philippines. So, you know, the Philippines is, like, a, a big country. It's made up of a whole bunch of thousands of islands and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's huge. And then they were going... Pepsi was having a war with Coke mm-hmm. to get the you know the dominance of the market yeah, the Pepsi over there. Coke war, yeah. Yeah, so Pepsi, that's when they said, "Hey, let's do this campaign, the number fever crazy shit, mm. and let's have people like playing this game, and then it can boost up like their sales." Because the prize winner, the main prize winner, they were gonna get like a million pesos, mm. which is like the equivalent to like sixty-eight thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, which is a lot of money in the Philippines because like the average. Monthly income in the Philippines is like a hundred dollars a month. See, so you if you think like king six to eight thousand dollars, that's life changing royalty. But, but Duterte, you're out of here. I'm taking over. I'm, mm-hmm. the, I'm the new president. You can make some big and moves. And lord, that's why like how people go to like the Thailand and shit because that American money go that hundred bucks. You can stretch that shit out for stretch that out. You can stretch that shit out. Yeah. So this is like all in the '90s, and you know, like uh, the Philippines, right? They're they're known to like really love like the American culture, like like Frank Sinatra, all the American shit. Like they love that shit. They really? love white people. I mean, they love Americans. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> it was like a big thing. They they welcome they welcome that. You know, that's why like when they had the, the Pepsi Coke War, like hell yeah, we want like American soft drinks here. Yeah, you know, so that it was like a Pepsi craze in the nineties. Like we're America too now. We get this shit. We we we. Yeah, I was watching the commercials. It looked so cool, man. The contest? Yeah, I was like, I, wanna, I vaguely remember that shit. I want to drink Pepsi too. I was, always no with, I was always with Coke, though, man. So, so Pepsi is the one that fucked up the numbers. Yeah, they fucked up the numbers. Got on, started on, the riots. Like, yeah. So the people were fighting because they was like, yo, fuck this. My number wasn't right. And yeah. Just try to kill each other off. Yeah, so like one day, like when they ran this campaign out there, um, they ran the same campaign out in uh, Chile, right? Okay. In Chile, they already saw, like, uh, they had riots out in Chile. And they're like, hey, this might be, like, a bad thing for humans because they don't know how to act if they're trying to win, like, a, you know, money prize. Fucking soda. You know, because, you know, humans, naturally, they're like savages, dude. Yeah. They, they would fight over fucking anything. It's a basic, like, yeah. it's a basic thing we have. Oh, Jesus. Um, so Chile, like they saw, like this could be like a, a problem, like for the future. But they 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 rubbed it under the rug and said, "Hey, let's do this in the Philippines. Like, let's just keep going." And so this let it happen. And they already know, like the Philippines, they're already like people like fighting over these bottle caps because, like, even like it became like a hysteria where they had maids that would go to jail because the maids were still bottle caps from. Uh, you know the the people that they work for. What the fuck? Because so people- you will see, yeah, you will see maids being jailed. Chaos. <laughs> like give me that bottle cap, silly maid. Damn. Pepsi is gross. Pepsi oh. is gross now. Nah, Pepsi ain't bad, man. Coke is. It's too sweet for me. 
If you drink Coke too much, though, it gets very syrupy and then it kind of clots in your tongue. It's fuck. That's Coke, I, don't, I don't like Coke too. Coke but. is good, but it's really bad too. Like it can like uh, it can like de rust rust on metal. Oh, that's right. Yeah, dude, that's old. That's old shit right there. Yeah, clean, yeah, yeah. clean your stomach out. Ooh. Bob says cherry Pepsi. I like cherry Pepsi. Is cool. I like cherry Coke too. Cherry Coke. Is good. I haven't tried cherry Pepsi. Actually, I don't even drink soda like that, to be honest. I, I don't really. I drink Cokes. I do like tea. I'm, like, I'm not trying to like be healthy. I drink like Arizona teas. I mean, oh, I that fun. Not like, that's all sugar, but I drink that sugar. too. <laughs> but I drink like either juices and stuff, but soda, I really, I really don't fuck with soda like that. Unless I'm mixing like some alcohol with like Jack and Coke, then yeah, but. Yeah. I mean, that's where I get my, my Pepsi product from. All right, so the number fever became a national phenomenon. People on the streets were looking through trashes. Kids were saving up money to buy Pepsi. Uh, you know, people sucking dick for these caps. <laughs> hey, man. How bad me. you want that Pepsi? Hey, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Please suck your dick. Yeah, then like, me. you know, like parents and families, they were saving up all these bottle caps because they're waiting for the winning number because they would announce these winning numbers like on whatever news program they watch. Yeah. It's like lottery. They're like, so today, w- winner, winning number is uh, 69.9, you know? <laughs> it would be that. Everybody's like, oh, fuck, nobody has that number. Right? Man. This is, I didn't know this chick got that serious. I thought mm-hmm. it was just. Yeah, so like, the, the, like they made like $10 million a month. From from one month, they made $10 million to $14 million. Just off people buying it. Like, just like, off people buying it just because they're trying to win that $1 million, $1 million pesos. Trying to get that American dream. Right. So then, like, what made it worse is that Pepsi in the Philippines, they extended the campaign because they were <laughs> making so much money. Oh, my God. And that's where they fucked up. Evil. They extended the campaign for a few more weeks, right? Yeah. So then they're watching the news to announce the winning numbers, and the numbers was 349. Mm. And see, the problem with that number was that it was already, like, allocated as a non-winning number in an earlier campaign, but there was, like, I think over 600,000 printed 349 numbers oh my god so you have like so there are so <laughs> many fucking winners winners <laughs> 349 times some shit of no 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 like six six hundred thousand i'm talking about out of like six hundred thousand 349 was supposed to be the number yeah 349 was the number on the cap but six hundred thousand been pushed out there yes holy shit so like, everybody was winning right and this still the philippines right the whole philippines they were trying to wipe them off the planet I, I guarantee you, this is like so. This is like some yeah. kind of tactical war shit. This is it makes no sense. Yes, yeah, so, like everybody was celebrating on the streets, dancing, doing crip walk, whatever they do. <laughs> you know, parties like fuck. And there was even one person that got fucking ten caps of three, four, nine. He was like, "What the hell? Like, is this normal?" <laughs> you know, even like the people were like, "Hold on, how am how am I getting? I get ten. I got ten caps." So Pepsi, that you realize when they <laughs> fucked up is when they saw. Hundreds of people outside, like, the Pepsi uh, mm. plants and shit. They're like, what the fuck just happened? They're here for their money. <laughs> and then they realized the problem. Like, holy shit. It was the wrong number that they announced because those numbers were already... Like, they printed so many of those numbers, it was a big mistake. And Pepsi Who fucked it up. up? Someone needs to get fired yeah. for that. So, like, Pepsi... Pepsi were like, oh, fuck, we got to do something about this. So they were giving out... You know, they were giving out they were giving out money to the winners. Yeah. But it wasn't a lot of money because No, it can't be. Because the the people were like, nah, fuck this. Like it's I think maybe they gave them like a dollar, two dollars or something, because they were pissed. It's like, hey, we're gonna give you just enough money. 
to buy another Pepsi product. <laughs> right. Just enough. Because they're like, oh, this, this was a mistake. But they still try to, like, uh, like uh, calm down the situation by still giving them a prize for having that winning number. But it wasn't the $1 million prize. Yeah. I mean, what's Tank, what's Tank Cap dude is going to do? Like, he's going to be pissed. He, he probably killed somebody for half them caps. You don't know. I don't want to know how he got 10 caps. Wild. Because if they're already fighting on the streets for these bottle caps, even before that shit happened, man. Stick him up, kid. Give me a fucking cat. I'm like, grabbing a kid. <laughs> That's how you know money is like the root of all evil, man. Straight up, man. Now, this is what happens when you let people live poor. And this, this is what happens. Because yeah, it is like a third world country. Yeah, Maybe it's sure. not like that anymore, but at that time in the, in the 90s, 90s the Philippines was like, yeah. yeah. I remember hearing stories from uh, either Mike or Vince. One of them told me it was a different time, man. 80s, 90s. It's like it's a rough. fucking it's a free-for-all over there. He could do whatever the hell he want. Damn, and then here comes Pepsi, Pepsi rolling in. <laughs> Rolling in here, hey guys. One million pesos. Fight it out. <laughs> Let's go. There's got to be a reason why they did that, though. That doesn't make any sense. Like, uh, there, cause uh, here's the, here's like the thing, um, like in the Philippines, right? They did welcome like the Americans over there, but they didn't really want them to take over the country. But they did like all that finance stuff and all the stuff they were giving to the Philippines. Yeah. But they didn't want them to have full control. Mm. Tony says, uh. Is this them of the gods? Must be crazy. Is this of them gods? I don't get it. Maybe I can't. Maybe I'm reading wrong. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that threw me off a little. Uh, what, um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, with the because uh, I was saying like some about uh, what the fuck was Pepsi thinking? They was, I, th- I think Pepsi was working for the U.S. government. That, that was too. It was like a it was like a little human error, but they weren't ready for like you know all that other shit that happened after that. Well, my thing is like you fucked up the first time, right? And then you doubled down on it by extending the date out for the contest, and then which made probably dude who had th- three, four caps at the first time y'all was gonna end it. Then he's like, "Yo, still going? I'm getting ten. So <laughs> he got ten caps by the end of it. Like y'all just made it worse. It yeah. just made it much, much worse. Yeah, it became like super violent to the point where like, um, like this one incident that happened where somebody through like a Molotov cocktail mm. at one of the Pepsi trucks, right? And there was this innocent lady just walking down the street, just trying to go buy some rice. Mm. And the Molotov went right under the Pepsi truck, blew it up, exploded the truck. She died, and a child died. And then a whole bunch of people got injured. And is it under a Pepsi truck? Under a Pepsi truck. Because people were wild, dude. I'm saying no love for Pepsi. I got 10 caps, motherfucker. Yeah. That is messed up. They had like this, like this saying. I think it was like Pepsi tells lies, Coke gives lives, some shit like that. I don't mind all that either. <laughs> I was like, okay, let's just drink Coke. <laughs> just, just that. Yeah. I mean, I, man, Sunkiss better. Fuck them. <laughs> drink some orange Sunkiss or something. But yeah, Pepsi was like a big problem out there. I did not know that. They almost ended. They almost wiped out the Philippines. Violent protesting outside the Pepsi uh, factories. It left like. A bunch of people injured, five dead. Damn. And then uh, at this one Pepsi factory, somebody threw a fucking grenade. Oh, my right, God. Right through the window in the fucking in the factory and fucking blew somebody up. I'm like, hold on, guys. Like, humans, are you guys that crazy? <laughs> this is worse than the Popeye shit, dude. Popeye was bad out here, but this is... Damn, they didn't teach us this and shit. They didn't teach us this in school. Like this is yeah. They were doing this like for like over like a year and shit. They're protesting violent shit for a year. Yeah, it was wild. And and 
Maybe I got the information wrong, but it was wild. It was just like That's that. So, so you let a soda, a soda company was wiped out of country. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody being held accountable for it. So like, um. so this uh, investigator guy or story guy from Bloomberg, he flew out to the Philippines to contact like some of the people that was affected by the, uh, you know, the whole situation and shit mm. back in the 90s. And they found the husband of the lady who got blew up by the Pepsi truck. And this guy, he, he looked fucking, he still looks sad. And he said he never got remarried. He said, like, after she died, he went to, like, the corporate office of Pepsi saying, hey, it, it, was, it was all, you like, your fault. Like, you guys did this numbers fever game. That's yeah. why my wife is dead. And, you know, my daughter doesn't have a mom and shit. He's like, you owe me a new wife. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's like, you guys got to take some type of responsibility for this shit. <laughs> Pepsi's like, ah... Uh, would you like a free Pepsi? Like they don't really mm. get it. <laughs> Pepsi just doesn't fucking get it. Hey, thank you for subscribing, Tony. Uh, yeah, Tony, appreciate it, bro. I know that dude. He's on Instagram. For real? Yeah, I, I know that name. Hey, what's up, dude? He's an artist. Cool guy. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Um, I just can't see today, man. My eyes. Nah, my, my contacts been drying out since this morning, too. So My regular eyes are drying out. <laughs> my actual eyeballs are dry. <laughs> Yeah, man. So damn Pepsi. They should make them like you. Government. U.S. government need to recruit them for some black ops missions. Just wipe out a country. Yeah. Here's the weird part of the story, though. There's more. Yeah, it's like a weird part. So okay, so the weird thing about the story was like there was a newspaper headline that read, "Pepsi goons bomb their own trucks." Wait. So, so they're saying like Pepsi they purposely. Up bomb their own trucks to make it look like they're being attacked by violent people. But they're, the people that, that's, that bombed the truck, right, they got interviewed with the, the police officers. They said Pepsi paid them to do that, oh. to sabotage their Pepsi trucks, to make it look like they're kind of like the victim now. Oh, to kind of give them a scapegoat of like, yes. this is why we can't give nobody a prize because we're being... I, I yeah, being it's like fucking uh, terrorized. Help us out. We're being bombed. They're throwing grenades oh. in there, but they were paying people to do that shit. So, so oh my god. So Pepsi's yes. like, hey guys, we're gonna set up a plan. We're gonna get fucked with so much to the point where we don't have to give nobody a prize because mm-hmm. we're being harassed so much. Because we're we're the, we're the victims. Like, we can't even send our our Pepsi trucks out because we're being attacked. Our drivers are getting killed. Old ladies are getting killed. They're throwing grenades through windows. Yeah, they're, they're wild. <laughs> oh, my God. Pepsi, you diabolical yeah. motherfucker. But they had, like, a whole bunch of, like, uh, interviews with a whole bunch of the people that admitted that they were paid by Pepsi to do it. But they went to Pepsi to talk about it, and, of course, Pepsi denied it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> they said, no. They're like, no, nah, we ain't do that shit. Close the door. <laughs> Pepsi's going to be like, the Phil- who? Philadelphia? Well, the Philippines? What is that? I don't, I've never been Philly, there. Philippines. <laughs> like, that's just a silly campaign we did. That. I don't know why they went crazy. That was like 100 years ago. Get out of here. So, like, not even that many people won that day. Pepsi, the greatest cup. Damn, yes, man. Uh, this is new to me. This is. Tony says, uh, I'm officially on Twitch. Hell yeah. That's what's up, dude. Good shit, bro. We'll visit you. Am I following you? Welcome to. Is it a new Twitch or something? I remember you did Twitch before. <clears throat> no doubt, mass support from you, dudes. Yeah, for sure, bro. What's up? No, I'm trying to look at my notes, see what, what we all said. Oh, the Pepsi stuff, man. But 
it's they're never gonna be investigated. There's no CEO that's gonna be held accountable for it. Um, I mean, I get it. It's like the first time you run that fucking scam because it's not like it's just a scam anyways. You get people my board more Pepsi, obviously. That's the whole point of it. But you run the scam. You get, you barely got out the first time of it when you reached your deadline for the date. But then you decided to extend it even more out of greed. That's out what it greed. sounds like. Like we don't, we don't care if this country burns itself down, but they are buying the fuck out of this. Yeah, that's where they fucked up, where they extended the campaign. Yeah. They should have never done that because that lady would have been alive. Yeah, that's she when that's when people are getting killed. She would have still been alive today. Yeah, the greed, the greed of corporations. It is. Yep, man. So like, uh, okay, so this local preacher named uh, Vince Vincente Del Fiaro, mm-hmm. he was living in Manila at the time. He's a preacher, and he he was pissed off about this number fever campaign. Um, he, he thought like this shit was like a way for Americans to like assert their dominance over the country. Because remember I mentioned before, like, the Philippines, they wanted to be their own independent country. Like, they did like the help of Americans, mm. but they still want to have, like, you know, their own country. Like, I feel them. They still want to have the control over their own country and shit. I feel them, because if you kind of give up a little bit of shit to another country, your whole, your whatever you have that you cherish as far as, like, your, your legacy and history and the all culture that. culture and everything. Culture and all that shit. Kiss that shit goodbye. I promise you. Yeah. So I've they, seen what happens when that shit like yeah. people take over. So like the preacher, he he saw it as like the Americans trying to put on their 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 little you know Pepsi and Coca Cola shit on their country, saying hey yeah we're here now like you guys love mm. us right you know. And um, you guys want to be American? The Philippines, like the people there, they're like, dude, you know we already got fucked over before by mm. the Spanish people. Because they're like, dude, my dad name is Raul. Yeah. You know, my brother, my brother name is Sergio, you know, but they're all Asian Filipino islanders and shit. But But they all have Spanish names and stuff. Like we are aware of what happens when we try to be nice to people to show up and we get fucking conquered. They got all these cool names and shit. (laughs) Right. That don't really match up. (laughs) Filipinos, man, they have like a lot of funny names too, though. Mm Yeah. Like tuk tuk and <laughs> it's so funny, man. It's like a syllable and shit. Ah, uh, because all I hear is many stories about like how they name, like because some of the names are kind of off and shit. Like somebody's named Princess or something or Princess. Uh, yeah, I in think, the Philippines, I think one of Manny Pacquiao's daughters named Princess. It's like some shit you were hearing in the fucking hood. Actually, not even the hood. I don't know. Yeah, they have some weird names. I don't even know. Bob says they're Catholic. Yep. Yes. Strong. Yeah, strong, strong Catholic. Like strong a, Catholic. Like a, the Mexican community. Like, what everybody know, like deep Catholic is corrupted Catholics. Yeah, I jumped off that ship a long time ago. Yeah. It's deep. It does run some type of like special blood, but it, it only stretched so far to where it starts becoming corrupt. Yeah. So like the Catholic Catholic Church became something completely different from how like it started. How it's supposed to start. But this is not a religious program. Not, we can talk yet. about this not another yet. time. We're trying to start a cult one day, but not not today. Yeah. We're trying to start a cult. We are. We we're trying to start a cult, guys. We're on page page one. <laughs> page one. Right, this stage is, one. Actually, I'm not gonna say it. we're an introduction. <laughs> like just the introduction, then stage one. Stage one. Page one. Kidnapped an owl. <laughs> Like, hey, we gotta get an owl for a mascot. Yeah, we gotta get it. 
You know those albums they can do 360 with their fucking heads? Thanks, Melissa. She says the best cult. Hell yeah. I'll join twice. Hell yeah. Like, aren't you the leader? No. There's no leaders. I'm the leader. We. we. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Like, we are the leader. <laughs> yeah. We. All right, so, uh, okay, Del Fiaro, the preacher guy, mm-hmm. he's a good dude. He rounded up 800 of the, win- the winners of the 349 bottle caps, mm. and he got them all together to sue Pepsi for $400 million to be divided amongst all of them. Oh, they probably they won, right? I don't know if they really won yet. Oh! But, um, the story is, like, he was trying to get help from, like, all over the place, so he actually flew to America to get, like, two— he hired two consumer lawyers— to help out with the case. So Fierro, the preacher, he was trying to take the case like in America mm-hmm. to like the highest courts in America and told them the situation about like the shit that happened in uh, the Philippines. But the American court system out here was like, you know, like it's a sad story, but you have to take this out like in your country. Yeah, they got nothing to do with us. Yeah, this, right. this is American court. This ain't Philippine court. Yeah, so. like this shit happened in the Philippines. Like, okay, Pepsi is like an American company or whatever. But all that shit happened like in the Philippines, so you got to go out there and, and take it out on them over there. So why did he go to? Why did he go to the source of it? Like why did he just? Why did he go to America? Yeah, uh, just to get like more more power, more uh, um, probably maybe publicity. I mean, get more people's attention to it. That should be yeah. helping. Yeah. It was it was trying to get like more eyes on the case to make them, I guess, have sympathy for everything that happened over there because yeah. a lot of people died. A lot of riots and everything, and Pepsi is not trying to take responsibility. Man, I don't know. He's a, Even though they made a really big mistake. Damn, I did not know this. This dark mm-hmm. history of Pepsi. Yeah. So, um, so when they told him to go back over there, right? And the case did, like, like they did, like, uh, end up having like nine of the Pepsi executives a warrant for their arrest. Really? So that was like a victory on their part. What? So like nine of the people that was working there, big top guys. Yeah. There was a warrant for the arrest, but. We don't know. Like, I tried to look up if they really, like, upheld the decision to arrest these guys. Like, I don't know if they really did all got arrested. Yeah. Because, like, till this day, I don't even know. Even the fucking guy from Bloomberg, he was trying to find out the information. He don't know. So, I was like, okay. So, so, this case was, like, fucking just, nothing really happened. They just got away. I was about to say, that sounds like the more realistic ending because. Yeah. Like, it was never. It wasn't, like, a good ending, like, for the little people. Just they ever win a lawsuit today, so they didn't get shit like nothing. I don't, I don't think they got anything. Where's this movie at? <laughs> Can we get a movie? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Um, so like that uh, that Jesus. preacher. Like what ended up happening, right? Mm-hmm. Was Pepsi ended up suing the preacher guy? Oh, I thought you were gonna say they killed him. Okay. Oof. Yeah, it's like uh, they ended up suing the dude for like some shit to where like the the court ordered him to show up like like three times a month, right? And then at this time, like this guy, he was dealing with like heart problems heart issues Mm -hmm. so he was in the hospital like most of the time where they expected him to show up in court because the court said that hey if you don't show up mr fiaro go to jail uh we're gonna have a warrant for your arrest meanwhile this guy's in the hospital fighting for his life they don't care and they're like oh yeah if you don't show up we we have to abide the law and you know put a warrant on you for your, your arrest oh yeah that was definitely a different time this is back in the 90s you said right yeah, but they did extend it, like, all the way to, like, the 2000s. Oh, okay. Holy shit. Just the legacy continued. Yeah. So then the After. preacher, later, he he passed away in the hospital. 
And the case, I don't think they ever really solved this case. Passed away. Yeah. So if you were like to look up the the Pepsi number fever craze, like in the Philippines, it's it's probably the worst campaign. I've never heard of this marketing disaster ever. This is the most educational moment I've ever had since we've been doing a podcast. That is, I've never even knew that existed. Yeah. I wonder if like. And I trusted them. Like our friends, like Vince and Mike, they were living there at that time. I'm going to ask them about it. I was thinking about like, what? There was the exit. This it is one in the mid 80s. Yeah. So in the 90s, they're already alive. Yeah, they've been there when that shit yeah. went down. So they already know about the number craze. Because I actually heard this on a podcast, on the Tiger Belly podcast. Where Kalila, she was saying, hey, remember that number, number craze thing where all those Filipinos died because they fucking, they, they got into riots because, you know, they're fighting over these Contest. winning numbers. But Damn. the numbers was like, they overprinted the numbers, so they all got fucked up. They all like, got screwed. Like, boss, I messed up. I made too many, I made too many numbers for the caps. Hey, Todd, calm down. Let's just see how this plays out, all right? Let's see what happens. Yeah. And then Boom. <laughs> All hell breaks loose. Yep. I keep hearing something outside. I don't know if it's aliens attacking. I don't know, but... It's thunder. I, I'm, I'm hearing something. It's a lot of thunder. Mm-mm-mm. Awesome story. Was that it? Yeah, that's all I got. He ended up passing away. But he Damn. passed away in 2010. Damn, that wasn't that long ago. He was, like, hospitalized for, like, a full year. And then... It's sad because that preacher, he was actually fighting for these, these people that he doesn't even know. 800 people, they all got yeah. together. On a mission from God. Yeah, because, you know, like, when you go to court, right, you got to pay all these fees. Every time. Every time. That shit's not cheap. Like, they all put their money together for the people that can't afford to do it. That's why they had so many people involved. Mm Because it was was too much fees they had to pay. It's fucked up because when you... I know, like, a lot of people who... Not like I know personally, but people who run a business or some shit, when they catch a lawsuit from somebody, if they don't want to pay out that person in the lawsuit... There's a good trick to get around it. Just keep dragging the court case out, but you have to pay every time. Little man ain't gonna be able to keep up with that shit, right? Because this billionaire whatever can keep this shit going forever, while you just exhausting your entire financial resources on it. Eventually, if you got an attorney, they be like, "Look, you gotta drop the case." Because right, I think you, that's the way you are. We are getting burnt out because they're gonna just keep make some bullshit to keep extending it. I don't know, and then they'll uh, they yeah. get away with it, man. They, yeah. they gotta do something about that. That is so fucked up. Yep. So I don't. I don't think none of them really got all their money. Man, like it, it just the case did extend it like really far to where, you know, they just can't afford to do all that shit no more. So I don't know. They they just came empty handed. Oh, they need to ban fucking Pepsi. Yeah, it was called the three four nine incident. The three four nine incident. That was the numbers three four nine that the happened yeah, in ninety two. Happened ninety two. Yeah, so yeah, Vincent Mike would have been there. Yeah, yeah. Tony knows about that. Oh. See, this happened like in the nineties. Like, we were like, what was I in first grade or something? Ninety-two. I was seven. I was like, news. What is that? I need to play outside. I was like, Cartoon Network. By now, <laughs> I, I never had Cartoon Network until I was still living in Baltimore. Nothing about it. And for a long time, we never had cable. I didn't. I wasn't even here yet in ninety-two. I was still up there, not heaven, up north. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much all I got. That shit, man. I, this is new. I do got me. another story, but I don't know if you guys want to hear it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to look that shit up when I go home. I'm going to try to find it on YouTube. You know, I mean, I have somebody one. Somebody got it. I have one more story. I don't know if you guys want to hear it. People in the chat. Or I can cut this off right now. What's up to you, man? 
supposed to do? We probably ain't about to go down. Tony too. says, literally, just looked it up. Oh, you looked it up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay I, got, okay. I got one more story. Let's do it. Uh, All right. So, okay. So, everybody knows about that movie that just came out, HBO Max, The Conjuring. You seen it? No. Uh, Me neither. My, con- my HBO, it already expired because I just got it from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, so The Conjuring, that just came out, right? Okay, so I read this article talking about that. The, the house owner says it's still haunted. And I'm like... What's the point of the movie? I was like, duh. Like, like what's the house is just not going to be haunted no more? Yeah, I thought they exercised it. I thought that's what they did in The Conjuring movies. Like, I only seen the first one, and then I said, I don't know about the Yeah. Yeah. So, like, like, so like uh, the people that still live there, right? The, it's like a farmhouse in, like, what, what, in Rhode Island. It's a farmhouse in Rhode Island. Okay. And, uh... This happened actually last year. One of the owners, she was in the kitchen and she was eating dinner by herself. And then she saw somebody like ran across her, right? In like a wedding dress. And she could see like in the corner of her eye. Like she could see like the shirt and everything. It vanished like into thin air. She said like stuff like that happened all the time in the house. Mm. What's going on, chat? Oh, I'm listening in the movie that, uh, uh, oh, she says like, it was, it's like, a demon was attached to a person in the movie. Uh, at least in the movie, that's what it was. That's in the new movie? Yeah, in the newest movie. Because I know in the trailer, they show like, some dude like, covered in blood and shit. Uh, so I guess like, a demon is attached to him. I never even seen the trailer for the new Conjuring movie. I seen it a couple times. It didn't look too bad. I mean, it looks all right. I saw a poster of it, so I was like, oh, okay. You got something new going on. Didn't they make like five of those? Yeah, it was like Fast and the Furious for Ghosts. Because after the first one, I would think like the story has been like diluted. I watched the first one. I thought it was cool, but that was about it. I think, mm. I think that was the one that was like the clapping shit. Was that the was that the conjuring? Was it? That's scary. Just scary as shit. It's like clap on. Like you're walking out and like around the corner, someone's like, like it's like a game. It's like a hiding game. Like hey, where you at? And you have to clap until they find you. Fuck but that white it's like people. Ghost might have been like <laughs> goes like like that's the scary shit. To mm, me. I couldn't do that. It's like the movie Hereditary. This shit's kind of similar. I think this. I think Hereditary was like kind of like a whistle or some some yeah. weird. But Mel, she says uh, that was Lights Out. Wait, there's a movie called Lights Out. Is that what it's? No, 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 no. Was it called Lights Out? No. Maybe I don't know. It was like a game that was playing. It wasn't like clap on, clap off. I think that Melissa. I think that's what you're thinking of. Like clap on, clap off. Like the old. Like, if you're a '90s baby or '80s baby, you know what it is. But yeah, I know the claps on. But I think that's what I think Melissa is thinking. No, she's saying there's a horror movie called Lights Out. Oh, that was the one where they clapped. Is that what it's called? Maybe. Dang, I thought that was Conjuring. Man, speaking of like all horror movies, all horror TV shows, mm-hmm. you know the one I think is probably the one of the best horror movies shit I ever seen. What was uh, that one shit on Netflix? The House on. Holy Hill. No, no, no. Well, Bob knows what it is. House on something Hill, Haunted Hill House. I know what you're talking about. I've never seen it. But I've, I've heard it was good. It's so good. It's, it's not even like scary, but the story was written out so damn good. House on Haunted Hill. Is that what it's called? I, yeah. I, I keep looking at chat because you're very close. I know what you're talking about. I'm looking at chat to see what House on Haunted Hill. Okay, see, Melissa, the first season was amazing. The first season? Good? Fucking so good. Second season, you can throw it away. <laughs> but the first season, fuck, it was so good. How many seasons does it have? It's two, but it's completely different. So it's kind of like carbon. Well, it's not like carbon. Ultra carbon no, it's, it's like, like a, what's that show? Like, uh, what's that shit? The American Horror Story? Yeah, it's like that. The different, different stories. Yeah. American Horror Story Same is characters. shit. I haven't watched it in years, though, but American Horror Story is... Uh, a, yeah. The woo. second season for the Haunting on Hill House, mm. it was uh, it was different. They had some of the same characters, 
but they they played it so slow to where I couldn't catch on. You know, I couldn't catch the story. I fell asleep every time I tried to watch it. I couldn't do it. Because I can't keep up with this anymore. Yeah. Haunting Hill House. That was like one of the best horror series I've seen in the fucking since forever. I've heard heard good things about it. Uh, I did actually hear about it. It's solid. Some years ago. They talked about everything from like sleep paralysis to fucking. And then the way they described the sleep paralysis that happened to the girl in the show. Mm. Dude. I had chills going through my body when I watched it. I felt it. Because I was like, holy shit, whoever did this show, they know how it feels like. They To the details. And they did it so fucking good to where I was spooked out. I was like, holy shit, I just went through this last night. You watched and the way they fucking did it in that one scene, I was like, I was going to say, hey, can you guys watch this? This is what I go through. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if y'all believe me, but yeah. if y'all don't believe me, believe yeah. them. Because there's like, like another scene like in the series where like she has a boyfriend, right? And she has the sleep paralysis happen to her. Mm-hmm. And I saw like her face to where she was trying to, you know, get she like his move. attention. I was like, holy shit, that's fucking me, dude. So she just stuck like. She stuck while she watched. Well, I'm just going to spoil it. While she watched her boyfriend die. Damn, yeah. I was gonna watch it, and Thanks. I was just like, my eyes wide open, it's like, holy shit! <laughs> I get shit. it. <laughs> That's holy horrible, shit. man. I think the last scary thing I watched was Hereditary. That was it. I was like, I don't watch horror shit. Like, I haven't like, like really watched it, but I did hear that was a really good ass movie. One of my favorite horror movies of all time. That shit is amazing. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it one day. Like, I'm gonna really watch. It's it. It's one of them horror movies like you have to look around the scene. <laughs> it is. It doesn't have like jump scares like ah like that. There's certain scenes in the movie with how they shoot it. If you uh, see somebody here, look off to the corner. You're like, oh my god, the <laughs> it's shit like that that I didn't realize till I watched it the first time. Somebody told me like, oh, you saw the scene where my fuck was in the corner. I was like, they were there in the corner. And then when I watched it the second time, I was like, oh, oh god, <laughs> like she was watching. I I felt violated because like you was watching me and I didn't know you was there. So would it be like? It would be better if you watch it like on small TV, so you just actually your eyes can see everything. No, I saw it on big screen, but I was like lights off. Yeah, that's why you didn't see the lady in the well, corner. This, when I watched it back in October, this is when um, Mel she's saying that uh, that's how the haunting in Hill House is like, like the same way. Oh, I really gotta watch it's this. It's kind of like that where you you can see like the ghost, like some shit in the background. Yeah, some shit like you're like, oh shit, hold on, was there somebody there? You have to pause and rewind. See, that's the shit I like. That's why I like it with the horror. I don't like my horror like. I'm, I'm like, I'm kind of like, why do I feel like somebody's watching this dude? Oh my god, there's a yeah, kid behind him, like, like the curtains. Yeah, I'm not like, there. I do like the jump scare stuff. It's, but it's fun. You can tell like when it's like an amateur doing the movie where it's too many jump scares. Mm-hmm. But like with the house on Hunter Hill, Pretty it's sweet. almost like they were like 300 years old and they are new like the whole. <laughs> and they know how it. to make a scary movie because they good. didn't just scare you like that. But when they did do it, you did not expect it. And dude. Dude, I was screaming. My heart, <laughs> my heart was pounding in this one scene, but I'm not, not I'm not gonna say it. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to watch some watch this yeah, tonight. Because anybody that's seen the scene, they all freaked out. Everybody that I know watched. So it, everybody yeah. knows. Anybody who's seen it knows yeah. what you're talking yeah, about. Because I was like that one scene. <laughs> everybody knows about that one scene. Damn, dude, like, it's like my my heart dropped. I was screaming and I didn't know what to think. I was like, I did not see that coming. It was just so calm. It happens. And with then, uh, dude, I, I, and then when it happened, when it was done, I was like. Damn, whoever did this shit is so fucking good. So you would rank this as like one of your best like horror? Like yeah, it's up there. It's one of the top. It's better than like shit. the movies and shit. 
a hard TV show. I didn't think it's a hard so TV show could good. work, man. I think that's the reason why I never watched it. I just can't. Jeremy knows, and he's trying to spoil it, but Jeremy knows. Ah, I'm not going to lose. I'm not even going to look. <laughs> yeah, you Because now. You, you really got to watch I, I've been it. hearing about this show for years. And watch it by yourself, too. It's not even oh, scary. Sure. Man, it's, it's, rain, it's raining tonight. It's not <laughs> scary at all. You can't even look me in the eye. <laughs> it is not scary. <laughs> Maybe I, some scenes, but it's, it's so good. It's hard to scare me, though. It's just very, yeah. very few things that can scare me within. Like Jeremy movie. says, he ran around the room. <laughs> See, I'm not even gonna look. Just like, <laughs> he's doing laps because it was. That's it, that bad. It fucked him up. See, I couldn't even move. I was like, oh, it's like my heart dropped. See, Hereditary does have a scene like that in the movie, where it's like, was like, <laughs> when I showed it to my the, friend, the mic drop. When I showed it to my friend, she was like. What? Why would you let me fucking see that? You're horrible. Like, turn it off. I'm like, no, you gotta keep watching the movie. Unplug the TV. <laughs> I'm like, it's a scene like that. I'm right there. You're like, oh my god, it yeah. is it's so sudden, and it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not that scary, but like what Bob said, the story is really good. Okay, it's really solid. Whoever directed it, and because I know they got the story from a book or something, right? But mm-hmm. the the way they directed it is so solid. fucking perfect. It's like a it it's like a, a like a next level to like scary shit. Scary films. See, all right. It's like they grew up, like they evolved. So I've heard people tell me they liked it before. You're the first person I heard since the show came out to describe it the best way. Everybody told me, it's really good. You got to see it. And then that was it. The way you just told me about it, I want to see this. I got to finish Snowfall. Got one more season left. And then I'm going to hop on that next. Yeah, finish Snow White and then start on (laughs) it. Snowfall, man. (laughs) Snowfall. Respect the name. Everybody in the chat likes that movie or that TV series. It's good. Very good. I recommend you watch with somebody. Just Not like, for the scare factor, but for the hard experience. Shit. It's for the experience. Hard shit I, watch, I like to watch by myself because somebody always wants to ask me a question. What's happening? I'm like, I don't know. This, I'm watching this with you. Or ah, people jumping on me like, don't jump on me. Because if we run in real life and someone chasing me, don't grab me. Like, you right. just get hit we, pause <laughs> first. <laughs> Yeah, like fuck, I'm, I can. I'm a pretty fast runner. Well, still. yeah, watch it yourself. It's not even that scary. It's good though. And it's raining tonight too. Oh, that's oh, perfect. I got thunderstorm. Rolling. Make sure you light up the black candles. Yes, I, guess I got some incense too. Spirits love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be all over you tonight, Chris. <laughs> yeah, Bob says watch it alone. Melissa says watch it alone. Bob says Jeremy's horrible. Yeah, Jeremy, <laughs> he would watch the rerun and already know what happened, and he still runs around the house. That's his character. This I'm like, hold on, like, didn't you saw this already? Why are you still he, surprised? Just, uh, like, he's he would be surprised like that, you know. Jeremy says shit crazy as fuck. It's like, damn, he's running again. <laughs> the third time we saw this scene. Like, <laughs> again, I did watch it twice just to fucking look at all the other corners and shit. Yeah, that's how you know a scene is really good. You have to rewind it back. You're like, I gotta take all like everything in because it's just too much going on. Yeah, it's definitely a. A classic, man. It's one of those shit that's gonna go down in the history of like. When did it come out? Like, I remember maybe like three years ago. I don't know. Three years. Okay, that's, that's probably about right. Because I didn't hear anything about the second season. I just knew there was one season. I didn't know it was the second one. So five is reason. Second is trash, right? So yeah, don't watch. It's not even. It's it's like a try hard. Like they were trying to. You can't beat the first one, man. Yeah, like, they were trying to like outdo the first one and make it more deeper, but it got to, a little too deep to where I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh, I'm lost. <laughs> I, I I am not gonna write no notes down. I don't know what's going on. I can't watch this. I fell asleep twice. I was like, I can't do it. That's a sign, man. And then Bob, she was trying to spoil it. I was like, don't spoil it. But then I was watching. I was like, 
I don't care no more. Bob, spoil it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what happened? Are they all dead? <laughs> <laughs> Are they all ghosts? <laughs> Are they all dead the whole time? <laughs> Melissa says, uh, one of the scenes in Insidious still gets me. Which one? Insidious, like, always, like, the first movie is good. But then, like, when they keep going on with the series, it just... I've been getting confused with the names. Insidious is the Darth Maul, the red and black looking dude, right? I think so. And The Conjuring is, like, the kid that... Which was the one where... This is actually one of... At the time this came out, it was probably one of my favorite horror movies in recent memory. What's the one where, like, the kids were getting possessed or... I don't know if they were getting possessed or they're being coached by this demon to kill their family... But these kids were like, they would pick a kid from their family, and the kid would wipe out his whole family, and then their soul would go to hell. But the ghost was like going around to each of the like, families and doing it. It's horrible. Like, I'm talking about like, there's like this, and they always, and then the kids always had like a camcorder while killing their family. Damn. So there's like one scene we used to like, okay, so this kid get out of bed. It's like, you know, gritty, like, um, you can tell it was like some kind of like old like school. a new like, movie? No, this came out like years ago. Um, I don't think I was even, I think I might have still been in Colorado. Um, I can't think of it right now. Is it called Sinister? Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Like the kids got be. the kids got the camcorder, and you see him like you talked about it before. He's like he goes out to the grass, to the grabs a lawnmower, and you see him like you just see the camera still looking down and he's looking at the lawnmower. It's sinister, and he's pushing the grass, and next thing he's like just runs over the fam- one of the family members. Like yeah. it happens quick. Yeah, you talk, yeah, you talked about it before. Yeah, oh, yeah it's, the movie is dope. Though. I never seen it, but I remember you saying it was sinister. It was good. I know in horror movies, it's hard for me for a horror movie to win me over, but. For me, it's very hard. Because I'm very picky about this shit. I'm, like, I'm uh, very picky. That in comedies, but his horror movies probably get the worst, though. Yeah, horrorities, I critique it too hard to where I was like, ah. I'm like, Man, that shit ain't scary. <laughs> yeah, you can tell like they're really trying too hard, especially like with the Asian horror movies now. Like, it's horrible, dude. I was like, just just stop. You guys, you're done. Give it up. Your, your time is done. Like, the ring, cool. That shit got, man, they wore that shit out, man. I blame America for that shit, too, though. Yeah. They overdid that, and then with the grudge and stuff. Grudge, that shit got one out. But what's crazy is that, like, I think those ghosts really do look like that. Man, for real. Every time I see them in... You know, Japanese don't play around. That shit probably look exactly like the damn... The only time they play around account. is in arcades. In arcades? Yeah. <laughs> like the ghosts? Yeah. When it comes to, like, no. Like, when they play around. No. But when it comes to ghosts, I think they're all always serious about all that shit. That's why they have, like, shamans and monks out there that would... Talk to spirits like uh, protect the house, man. Uh, probably going off on a tangent with the spirits, but mm. uh, there was this one unsolved mystery case where Bob did talk about it. That ha- you know, remember the tsunami that happened yeah, a few years back? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they said like <clears throat> later, like a few months later, like the monks they started getting like um, people coming to him, telling telling him that you know they they're seeing spirits come back, and they're all like lost. They're like, hey, what happened to me? But they would show up at people's houses, right? And they would be, like, drenched in water. Like, they're all wet. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the people would, hey, come in. And they would be, like, lost. They're like, hey, like, what happened? Don't and then, know like, dead. Yeah, they don't know they're dead yet. They're, they're just so confused because, like, I guess it happened so quickly. Scared, man. Yeah. Jeez. So this monk in Japan, he got all these cases where he's trying to figure out what the hell is going on. But then he realized a bunch of the ghosts that was coming out now is the people that died in the tsunami. Mm. So he was fucking... Fucking with that shit for like damn. So you got I mean, till this day, even like taxi cab drivers, mm. they would pick up people, but they weren't really people. They were I like, saw that shit, man. They're like ghosts trying to find their way home, and then like later on, the taxi cab drivers they realize they caught on to like, oh shit, I'm like taking these spirits home. So they they know that they're taking these spirits home, so they do it, you know, 
for free. Yeah, they do it on. They do it purposely, and they they know like okay, they just gotta take them because they're lost. Like, I I don't want you to haunt me because I didn't give you a ride. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy. Hey, man, they take that okay. shit seriously, man. It's about everybody. It's about every country. It's about every old world country takes like ghosts and supernatural shit seriously. But the new world shit. Except for America. America. I don't know how Britain rolls. That's some old world shit. I say America really ain't got no real. Yeah, America don't believe in none of that. that is... But every other country, they have like deep some ties. Some kind of. Like it's rooted in their fucking culture. Some kind of shit to ward it off. Like, yo, I'm going to put this sage in his house. I'm going to put this this blood of a goat under your door frame in your right. house so they can't get through. America's like, I'm going to buy a gun. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. <laughs> yeah, they're so disconnected and shit. So when shit hit the fan, oh, mental hospital. <laughs> when shit, shit is under your bed, oh, lock, guess what, Billy? Mental hospital. Lock him up. What ghost? <laughs> America's still a baby country, though. That's why, man. Yeah. We, we, like, we like the new kids in the block. That's so crazy. The sexy new kid that is, like, just got to the school. <laughs> all right. I mean, that's all I got for this. Yeah. It's good, right? Yeah. We, we, we nailed it. Yeah, man. We did good. All right, so uh, next week, uh, you, you guys want to talk about the Freemasons? Let's get it, man. Okay, so we're going to go really deep on the Freemasons, how it all started from the beginning with the Roman Catholic Church and the Knights of the Templar. We're going to go deep because uh, I got like, um, I was listening to like a, another podcast where they talk about uh, a guy who was actually in the Freemasons, mm. and he had so many details from the beginning to where I was like, dude, this guy has like, he has like the real information about this shit. Mm. So I can't wait to tell you guys about it. Mm. Text me the podcast name so I can listen to it. Yep, yep. All right, guys. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. Peace out, audios. We'll check you guys next week. See you guys.